Fusco, you know what fucking pisses me off? No, what? what's that? When you just make an ass of yourself at a gig or a competition or, you know, any kind of performance playing the pipes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Josh. This is the Chain Rant Podcast. We are the world's worst backpiping contest and podcast, sorry, and contest. We've already <laughs> we've already hit the whiskey, as you can probably tell. Yep. And uh, with me, as always, is Andy. That's me. Um, yeah, Josh, I, I, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I am a classic foot and mouth kind of guy. Embarrassing, many embarrassing things happened to me, so I, I feel you on this one. I feel it, like if you've been if you've been playing the instrument long enough, you have some embarrassing stories. And today's topic is definitely some of the most embarrassing or just crazy stories from being a piper in a pipe band. This is true. Yeah, there's lots of stuff. I I wish we had our third guy that we intended for tonight because he is. We were classic. originally gonna have we were gonna have Angel on the podcast, and uh, that would have been great. But he had some family coming to town, or some other excuse. I'm assuming he's at home playing Xbox. Yes, it's typical Angel disappearing on the when when it counts. But that's a perfect uh, embarrassing story for Angel. And Angel, <laughs> if you're listening right now, go home and practice. Yes. Um, so Fusco, we're gonna get right into it. I do you want to start with some embarrassing stories? Or you want me to start? Well, first off, let's just do a quick review before we go into the stories, just from last week. If anybody is actually listening from, from one to the other, we'll see how the numbers go. But I know the, for a fact we have at least two <laughs> fans. There was something interesting that I noticed after listening back to the podcast from last week. Uh, there's two things I learned. One, that we're assholes. Of course. Yes, of course. Uh, not that I didn't know that. We did know that. <laughs> we, we have, we've established a history <laughs> of being assholes. And two, we have a lot to learn about podcasting. So... Um, Especially the technical side of that, obviously. So, <laughs> but 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 just just to just to counterpoint there, do we have any intention of actually learning what the hell we're doing, or do we just want to barrel forward? I, I say we just go for it because experience is the greatest teacher, isn't that a thing? I don't know. Is that a yeah? Thing? Absolutely, I think so. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just uh, figure it as we go. That's kind of how I learned to masturbate. I just you slowly like you slowly practiced over time. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, for those of you listening at home, if this is the first time tuning into the Channel Rant podcast, we have a parental advisory explicit content thing right on our channel. I guess so, we should have said that before I talked about that. So, uh, you know, just in case you were wondering, we are going to have some explicit language. And in fact, if you are not go- cool for that, even though we've already said some stuff, we'll give you some time to turn this podcast off like everyone should. You have five, four, three, two, one. Fuck. 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 Embarrassing piping stories. Fuck. I'm gonna. I, I have to just get one off my chest. Go for it, man. Let's immediately. Hear it. What you got? We're gonna start light. And we can work our way up. One of the most embarrassing things for me, and one of the things that used to give me serious anxiety as a performer and a piper, is the idea that I'm gonna be all prepped for a gig. It's gonna be someone's wedding or funeral, something important. And right as I go to strike, right on cue, I'm very, I'm very timely that way. Nothing happens, and I discover that my drone read has fallen into my bag. Now, this hasn't happened to me at performance. It has happened to me one time at a competition with a band. Mm. But that is like, I used to say, I, I got nightmares about this, Andy. I, I, would, I would wake up in a cold sweat. I was just going to ask. This sounds like a Piper's nightmare, not necessarily no, it, Okay, so this has happened. The one time this happened to me is one of the first times I competed when I was just a young lad. And we were at the line. And I like went to just give a little test and nothing happened. I was like, guys, we can't go. We can't go. We can't go. We can't go. And I'd like tap the pipe major that I was standing behind and be like, we can't go. I have to dig the read. I do this whole thing. Everyone, everyone can see me. We're at the line. We're doing it. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. just beat red. Luckily I had like long hair covering my entire <laughs> face back then. 
the it Josh incredibly, mop. It was incredibly embarrassing. I, was, I still remember right before that contest, Graham, who I'm sure will come up at some point in the podcast if he hasn't already. Mm-hmm. It was my first contest ever. I must have been like 14, 15 years old. And he turns to me and says, no pressure. Just don't make any mistakes or we'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Sounds like Graham. <laughs> so it was about right. So needless to say, when my uh, drone read fell into my bag, I uh, shat my pants. <laughs> I, shat, I shat my kilt, as it were. Yes. Yeah. How did that go? I mean, did you fix it? I, don't... I fixed it. I fixed was it. I there? Played. I uh, yeah, you were there. That would have been, been before we were friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't like me because I was better and better looking. Yeah, even at even at fifteen, <laughs> I fixed it. Um, I got chewed out later, but we played a good set. Man, fuck it. Hey, you know what are you gonna do? All that matters is what happens after you cross the line. Uh, speaking of fifteen years old, uh oh, do you? No. I don't like where this story's going, <laughs> Fusco. Didn't don't I remember? If there are any authorities listening right now? Don't I remember a story about something to do with you and 15, 16 years old? Something bad happening to you in pipe band or something? Oh God, what? Which which thing? I grew, I grew up in a pipe band, Andy. Like, yeah. the shit that happened to me is, you know, it could be considered abuse. Well, nowadays it'd be, <laughs> nowadays it's like Abu Ghraib standards, but back then it was just acceptable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we get, how pipe bands get away with the things they do with the youth that they get away with them with. That's because know. kids need to be hazed, man. Like, I was a little shit. I mean, that's true. You I don't, I wouldn't say it made me less of a shit than I am now, but. <laughs> I'm not saying it helped your personality. Yeah, it certainly didn't help my personality, but it developed it. Um, so, Fusco, you got to come in. You got to give us a give us an embarrassing story. Let's right. start. Let's start like I'll work our you, way up. I'll give you my first one. And Channer, Channer, and audience, we're gonna work you work your way up because I already know some of the stories I'm gonna do and some of the stories Andy's gonna do. Shit's gonna get real. Oh yeah, these these are pretty embarrassing and classic. So we're gonna time. we're gonna ease in. Oh my god. So one of my fir- I'll start with one of my first ones and why I'm such a tortured performer if you will this i was actually thinking about this that's, today. that's when, how i describe you <laughs> when you asked to when you came up with this idea about doing funny stories or interesting whatever it is i started thinking about it and this one is one of the first ones that ever happened to me and i wonder if this is it hit me today this might be why i'm so sensitive about what people think about bagpipes so let me give you let me give you the rundown it's paint, let's, paint let's go, a picture let's with go words. back in time to 2002 or so I was playing pipes total for about two years, maybe on the pipes less than a year at this point. I worked for a company in town, and my boss just happened to be Scottish. Um, this is when you were working at Thunderford Down Under. Yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, he was the director of this finance organization, and I worked under him and besides him. Power bottom. <laughs> and, uh, and sometimes on top of him if you were a good boy. When I, when I interviewed, <laughs> I made specifically clear not to mention that I played bagpipes. He was Scottish, and I didn't want to stereotype like, oh, Scottish people love bagpipes. I don't know. Fuck, I didn't know at the time. So <clears throat> I'm, So what happens is this. There, there's, let me try to speed this up a little bit. The girl, the secretary... Please do, because we're only going to be here for an hour, and we're, <laughs> people are already unsubscribing by the minute. The secretary of the organization, who is this pretty attractive young lady who I sat right next to, who I had a crush on, uh, asked me, she thought it would be great. It was we had this is one of those corporate uh, organizations that did birthdays and the typical corporate BS that these people do. So they had well, this it's birthday better than party. actually working. Yeah, they had this birthday thing planned for him, and uh, they asked me to come in and play for his birthday. Now I had been on the pipes less than a year at this point, and I really did not want to do it. I knew that I should not be doing this, and of course I'm a sucker for a pretty lady, 
so she talked me into it. So one morning, whatever morning it was, I got up early, six in the morning, to go warm up in the park like I was supposed to, like I was taught. I went and warmed up my pipes, showed up to work, put them together, and his birthday thing was fortunately right off in the morning. So it's a group of about 100 people in this big back room that we had the birthdays. And the secretary says to the boss, hey, we have a surprise for you. Andy's going to play bagpipes for you for your birthday. <laughs> and he, and my buddy Matt, who loves the story because he was there. This is how I met Matt. We worked together at this place. And uh, he loves the story because it's so embarrassing for me. The worst thing that's almost ever happened to me. So he turns, he sees me, and I'm standing in the back of the room with my pipe standing there. And he turns and he says, oh, <laughs> pipes sound like a squealing cat or some sort of comment about the squealing cat. He said something about squealing cat, squealing cat. And I'm like, and he says it before I even play. And I hear him say this, right? And I'm like, oh my God, why? I knew I shouldn't have fucking done this. And everybody, it's it's like one of those things in a movie. Like I'm standing at the back of the room, and everybody's super excited that I'm doing this until he says this, and, and then everybody fucking bails. Oh no! Everything turns. It's like the crowd no. parts. It's like the Red Sea parting <laughs> of the Red Sea, and it's just me. They're lights. just gonna hang you out to dry. Like, totally. Everybody just disappeared. They're like, Not my idea, and I'm like. So I'm standing there looking at him. He had already insulted essentially what I was about to do at this point. Not me specifically, but pipes in general. So you so you played even louder. So I'm like, all right, now what do I do? Do I just not play? Do I play like fuck it? I'm going I'm going for it. So I end up playing probably Scott and Brave. I don't even remember what I played. Something one, really one simple because I really wasn't particularly good. One of the two or three tunes you knew. I knew nothing. <laughs> I knew Amazing Grace and Scott and the Brave and Scott's Way, probably. Um so <clears throat> Yeah, so I end up playing Scott and the Brave, and I, I, it might have been at this point that he said, oh, yeah, pipes, you sound like a squealing cat, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just fucking shaking my head. I'm like, God damn, another time when the fucking snatch got me in trouble. You know what I mean? One of many, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Especially. especially oh, the stories are yeah, going to get worse. I, I, I see your list here. <laughs> I can I can kind of see your list upside down. Oh, it's going, it's, it's all based on the dreaded um, P word. Essentially, that drives the all the bad P things word? in my life. Poontang. Poontang? Yep. That's the dreaded P word? I can think of so many worse P words. Well, in this case, why I do stupid shit. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's fair I, enough. That's yeah. But, yeah, so anyway, they hung me out to dry. It was super embarrassing. It, I'm now super sensitive about what people think about bagpipes. I have been, you know, every time I play. So yeah, that's that was pretty embarrassing for me at the time. Now, now, I have some mediums. I have some mediums here. But I feel like because this is the Chain of Rant podcast and I've already finished my first whiskey, I should jump to like an extra medium or a, a large easily on the, on the embarrassing stories. Yeah, jump around. We can, yeah, we, we can, can jump around. It's like, a, it's like conducting an orchestra. You got to bring them up and then bring them back down and like play. You know, yeah, but if our, if our orchestra was consistent entirely of disinterested people driving to work in Northern <laughs> Ireland... Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's Although, to be honest, we've heard from no one from the UK yet. We've only heard from Americans so far. Uh, right? we've heard we've heard from uh, Rab. We've heard from well, Robert. Okay. Did he actually listen, or did he just say good luck, guys? I think I think that he, uh, you know, he may or may not. I'll tell you what. Here, oh wait, he let's must do have listened. Test. He must have listened because he did mention us uh, on his podcast. He, he mentioned, mentioned us about trying to get him to swear. He did trying s- to get him to swear. Okay, yeah, but that was like that was fairly early on. So here's what that's we'll true. do: within the last five minutes of the podcast. We'll we'll do a code word, okay. and we'll say Rab. If you if you hear this code word, t- 
tweet it to us, and then we'll know that you listened, and we'll send him a Chandler Rant shirt. Done. Hey, I like this idea. Yeah, I think this is a good idea. We're this do... does not apply to everyone in the planet, just Rab. No, no we, this one, this one, we don't have any Chandler Rant shirts yet, so. <laughs> no, they're, they're in the pipeline. But this is a good idea. What word should we use? Well, I mean, we can't, we can't say now, because, you know, what if he just listened an extra 30 seconds and got the code? Oh, right, yeah, duh. So yeah, we'll ramble on for a bit, and then you know we'll we'll see if he can uh, if, he, if he gets the code Come right. Come up with a good word. Yeah, all right, I like it. So go, why don't you give us a medium story? Jeff? Okay, so I have a story that's actually explicitly about competing, solo competing here in the southwestern United States, which you know for our international audience, um, it's hot down here. I don't know if you knew that, but we get more sun generally. Then, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, from my time in Northern Ireland, you guys don't even know what the sun is. You just figure the planet spins around a giant black hole in the middle of the sky. That produces rain. That produces rain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You only worship the rain gods. <laughs> so I was playing, and this must have been, I must have been pushing. I was, I was a young man. That was pre-college. So you were. It was pre-college. I, I'll tell you what. I had just obtained my uh driver's license when i was driving on my own for the first time Ooh. oh okay yeah okay so i go i go to a school and then a subsequently a conquest a contest in flagstaff arizona which if you're not aware lovely town small town good breweries high up in the air very hot and occasionally hailing i go to play this grade three solo contest and i am like not nerves to the wall, but I'm, but I'm, you know, I'm ready to do it. I just want to do it, get it over with. I want to play. Sure. I'm waiting to go into my Stras Bay Rail. It's hotter than balls. It's got to be 105 degrees. Easy. Mm-hmm. At altitude. I'm like, oh man, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> this is my first contest in grade three, mind you, as a soloist. So of course I'm um, I'm out I'm off in the woods as as we were prone to do off in the woods tuning oh, far away from where anyone can hear me because for some reason we think that will help I'm not sure <laughs> if I just get away from all the other bagpipers I'll sound better mm-hmm. so I went off did my tuning thing I'm like okay like five minutes till quick check my drones okay one minute till I'm gonna head up at you know two minutes till one minute till I'm I'm at the table. And I'm, t- I'm the judge I will not name, but I'm at the table and the judge is there. And I'm like, I'm here. I'm Josh. I'm playing these two tunes ready when you are. And he's like, just give me one moment. Gets up, <laughs> fucks off immediately. He just walks away from the table. Gets up. He's like, just, just excuse me for one moment. I'm like, all right, I guess. Like, what do I say? Like, do I say, fuck you? Sit down and play? Like, I don't know what's going on. So I'm like, I'm, I'm fairly new to the game at this point. So I'm sitting, I'm standing around, standing around, standing around. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I'm standing in the sun and the heat right outside of the judges table. Nowadays, I would have just gone back to the shade, retuned, done whatever. Cause I've realized that you have to advocate for yourself when you're yeah. a soloist. You got to not give a shit what the judge thinks. Sorry yeah. judges, but fuck you. <laughs> Experience does teach you this. Yes. Yeah. You're right. They're, they're, they're getting paid to hear you. Not the other way around. Correct. But yeah. And so like I'm standing out, I'm standing out in 15 minutes. Easy. Mm-hmm. Go by. I'm just standing in the sun, just sweating. <laughs> Just pipes going all over the place, and he finally comes back like adjusting his kilt. And I'm like, "You went to go take a shit, didn't you? <laughs> like you left me out here in the you sun, son of a bitch. My pipes going to hell, so you go take a dumper in the fucking porta john." Hey, listen. To be fair, he was probably hung over his shit. He probably had the whiskey shits. You know what I mean? Like, oh, just, I'm sure. I'm sure it was it was just poorly mixed cement at that point. But I, re- still. I remember. I know exactly who you're talking about, and I'm I'm sure of it. He was hung over and. 
But still, I'm, I'm just, I'm just waiting out there while you go take a shite, like, <laughs> right, right before I compete. Like, Needless to say, that contest didn't go super well for me. My tuning, I can imagine. my tuning was all over the place. Although I did place, which was good because a bunch of people stopped playing. Yeah. Complete sidebar: If you're in a solo contest, even if you fuck up, finish the tune. Yeah, keep going because chances are everybody else fucked if it every, up. Too. If everybody else quits, you're gonna win. Yeah, if you're in Flagstaff, Arizona. It's not fucking Glenn. One why? <laughs> yeah, well, there's that, but you're you're not on the boards in Scotland, so chances are everybody else in front of you fucked the shit out of it. Now's now's the so, point where we piss somebody <laughs> off specifically. So we'll just say, why the fuck are you in Flagstaff, Arizona? <laughs> yeah, like if you're if you're serious about competing, go someplace real. Ooh, see, you give me shit for being too too <laughs> too ornery. Ah, uh, just kidding. I love you, people in Flagstaff. I, I actually I don't know why. Actually, the Flagstaff Games is one of my favorite of the year. I hate it. Do you really? Yeah. Why? We'll get into that. Should we get into 7, that later? 7,000 feet. Who wants to play in that? It's a goddamn nightmare. Are you kidding me? It's the only time you've been tall in your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> good point. That's a very good point. So, Fusco, I think I think we're up for a uh, Andy Fusco embarrassing piping story. Well, since we're still working, are we still working our way up? Are we bouncing? Uh, let's see. Dude, I'll tell you what. I'm two whiskeys deep at this point. Audience, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue with my path of as it, getting we've, worse we've, as I go. We've had these people's ears for nearly 20 minutes now. Oh, are, they, are that far into this thing? I yeah. say I say we just we let's not pull punches. Let's get to the bad shit. <sighs> okay. <laughs> uh, let, let's see. Okay, here's one. Here's and if you're and if you're listening at home, please uh you know tweet us your favorite moment using the hashtag channerant at channerant. Or don't. I don't really understand how social media works, so y'all can go fuck yourselves. Maybe we should ask our intern how fucking social media works. We should ask the... Lucy, the intern, is over on her bed chewing a bone right now. That's the only thing that's keeping her from knocking these mics over and licking us to death. <laughs> She's the only one that seems to know how hashtags work, because I still can't... I still don't understand. This, Lucy, the social media intern, is doing a great <laughs> job, and I pay her in biscuits. There you go. Perfect. So, let's talk about the time we were in Ireland this we, past summer. Oh, God, which time? Like, which time over that summer? Oh, because there, there was some shit. I'm almost feeling like we should have an entirely separate Ireland podcast. So, if anybody knows me, well... well, <laughs> I, like I, I hold if, they my, don't, if they don't know one of us, they're probably not listening to this. Yeah, yeah. I hold my cards pretty, all right, pretty close to the vest. But in general, I get super nervous about playing if I, if I think it's important, which almost everything is important to me because I'm a nutcase. You do get nerves. I do. So... We were in Antrim, our first contest. If I yeah, it was the first contest, and it was the first contest of our trip with the uh, Valley Breeze Pipe Valley Band. Breeze Pike Band, and we had been in country for a little over two days at that point. Yeah, two or three days at this point, and drinking for four days straight. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> so it's we not... get to this place in Antrim, and we're warming up in this medley day, and um, warming up with everybody. Everything's fine, and then we start. They have this fucking process for fucking going to the line, which is like, it's, it's like, like an hour process of going from place to place to place. I was just humming the Benny Hill theme the entire Dude, time. Right? So I, so just for context, I didn't play at, at Andrew because I had learned the MSR and Andy had learned the medley and we we're like, all right, we're going to hedge our bets. We don't know which one yeah, we're playing we, when. Right. And so I was taking pictures and I'm just watching the band just bounce around and I'm humming to myself. Exactly what it was. So we're going, it's a, it's a process. So there's like stops along the way as you're working your way to the line. And then there's a final turn tuning circle, but you can see that coming. You, you see it coming for a good three stops. Yeah. The rest of the time you're just in back alleys doing God knows what. Yeah, You're in back alleys and trees and fucking shit. So trudging <laughs> through the woods, John boys catching on fire. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was that day too, wasn't it? <laughs> so 
Well, that was a good distraction, actually. That helped me. But we're working our way up, and we get to the spot just before the final tuning circle. And I'm like, holy shit, there's an actual final, final tuning. I've seen it on TV. You know, I see that the world's a tuning, you know, the final God, tuning, blah, blah, blah. you're such a blah. nerd. Oh, I am. I know. But, and I get there, and I'm just nerves. As, I'm just losing my mind, right? And you were you were a couple shades paler than normal, and you're a fairly pale oh, man. I am a I am a yeah I am a ghost for sure. You turned a white <laughs> shade of prayer. <laughs> so we get there, we get to this spot, and we're on on, the, on this little hill, and I'm like, dude, I am going to shit myself. <laughs> no, no, hands down, it's happening. And I was just I trying to catch it on camera. And you're sitting there taking pictures and holding water bottles I'm, for I'm, shit people. I'm holding shit. like six water bottles and a towel and Arnold's <laughs> Arnold's like third extra canister system. Yeah, he brought numerous canisters just in case something went I'm wrong. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I should have brought a fucking duffel bag for all this shit these guys are making me carry. But I'm holding it in. This is the thing. Like, nobody knows this is happening in my head, right? Everybody's like, oh, you're playing all right, blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, I, I'm losing my mind. So I go, I walk up to Josh at one point and I say, hold my pipes. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> this is not at one point. I feel like you're you're skipping some context here. Fill so, me in. So, this is all a blur to me. Yeah, this is all a blur to Fusco. I'm I'm following I'm following the band. I'm taking some photos. I'm holding I'm shooting the camera. I'm holding the canister. I'm doing the water bottles. People are just throwing towels and shit at me. They can't take into contest. And I'm like, we've already we've already marched around the entire park. Like, have we competed yet? I have no idea what's going on because usually in American contests you just like walk up, play in, play out. You're done. So. You're playing, we're playing, we're playing. I'm taking photos. I'm like, I can see through my lens. I'm like, he doesn't look so good. I'm squirming. You're, 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 <laughs> dancing you're around a little, little bit. You're a little squirrely. Oh, my God. I, I was little, dancing. You're a little pale and sweaty. And I'm just oh, like, ah, yeah. oh, man. But, but I'm like, yeah, like we've been drinking for three days. You know, mm-hmm. he's an older dude. <laughs> not everyone not everyone can rebound from that shit, you know? Not and like I used to. We literally, like, y'all march off the line. And they march over to play. They immediately like wheel right to go play for the drum majors, which is a, also a thing well, that we learned about that was new. We didn't know that was coming. That was post contest. That was post contest. Yeah, you guys played. It was a fairly good set. No, we're not right. Easily last place. Oh well, yeah, yeah, easily. second to last maybe. Yeah. Uh, whatever it was. But and, uh, yeah, you like you you shot out of the line. Like you you, <laughs> you guys were in formation. You shot directly beeline towards me. Oh, it's like <laughs> like hold my pipes. You're right. I okay. I'm about to shit my pants. I totally misremembered that. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I, I was thinking I pooped before we left, but I wasn't. I just was squirreling around. No, you had to bail. Like I watched you run. <clears throat> no, because because we, we also we're at, we're at the Antrim <clears throat> like fairground or whatever, and there's like maybe two bathrooms. It's essentially designed to support upwards of like fifty people, and there was about two thousand. <laughs> I mean, there, were, there was like eight porta potties, but there was a line like a hundred people deep. So, like, literally, we get we go like the way that the, it works there is you walk up to the line, you walk into the circle, and you keep going forward to the next to to leave out. Like in in America, you go into the circle and then you come out the way you came in. Yes, but they just keep everything just keeps moving forward, right? So as you come out of the circle you and turn things, right, and, and things were certainly moving forward through oh Andy at this God, point. But you come out of the circle, you turn right, you go right to the drum majors, and I'm—I didn't know that was coming. I'm sh- like literally, you turtle like, head. Oh my God, I'm holding it together, and I'm like, we gotta go play fucking drum. Are you kidding me right now? I'm gonna—I'm gonna die. So we go and turn and play drum majors, and I do it. And I'm thinking, I should just hand my pipes to Josh, let him play the fucking drum, major. like just get out of here. But I don't, I because I'm like one of those guys that like the ultimate team member like i will not give up until i'm dead so i you play through the drill oh my god we get to the drum major we play it and it, like as soon as it was over jason and then i'm like josh hold my pipes and then jason calls us over and he's like 
hey, let's have a con- let's all talk. I'm like, no, <laughs> we get we had to talk about the set. <laughs> like, I, sorry, dude, I cannot wait. At, th- at this point, fill me got, in at the end. At this point, you got <laughs> shit nearly coming out of your ears. <laughs> oh my god! And literally, I run across the fucking field into the into the area. Trust me, the- if you if you've seen the vlog. The, the dramatic reenactment of that is not that it's, dramatic. It like, is not that far off from reality. It's really not that far off. So, yes, that was embarrassing. Because when I come back, the entire band knows what happened. Because you, you told them. Thank uh, you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, apparently, Fusco's got nerves. We're, we're, we're bandmates. We had to, you know, we had to share at that point. We'd oh only been bandmates for two days, but we're bandmates now. <laughs> so now for four weeks, everybody's checking on me. You got you, you to gotta poop? You got to poop? Or, you know. What's, what's going on? <laughs> That's probably one of the better gags of the entire Ireland oh, trip. Was, Jesus Christ. Oh, it was classic, classic Fusco. Because as soon as I told him to, I was like, I was like, yeah, like he's having some, he's having some stomach issues, you know? And they're like, oh, and they're so polite to you. They're like, super. Oh, does that, does that happen to him often? And I was like, every, every time. Like, <laughs> it happen, I told him, I was like, it happens to him at practice. It happens to him when he goes to parties. Like, which like, is not true. It no, never none happens. None of that's true. But I just I wanted to create the persona because we just met these people. We'd known these people for forty eight hours. I'm just like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna make sure that they think the slightest stress will make Andy shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is so not true. Over here, I could I could give two shits. Like we walk in the circle. I'm like, the bomb a bomb goes off. Like like our last year's Flagstaff performance, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> oh, matter. you you remember that? Because I don't. You blacked out? I blacked out before yeah. we even played, I think. <laughs> yeah, well. So so that that was I was the middle of the road. I, I, I'm building. You could jump around, but I'm building because I'm about to say I don't, I don't go downhill from man, here. Man, sometimes Okay, so I wanna get I wanna get into I wanna get into getting groped. This is what I was talking about, the sixteen year old story. Okay. This okay, is, this is what, this is what this you is meant. This is what I meant earlier. Yeah. So as as I've already said, I joined the band very young, grew up in the band. My, what what are you what are you waving at me? You want a Guinness? I was just wondering if you'd prefer beer to whiskey at this point, or Fusco. Let me let me let me give some audio cues. I mean, we don't want, we don't want to do visual gags on a radio show. I've no. been taught not to do that. So yeah, okay. Now I know. You hear that? I think I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna finish mine, then I'm gonna pour yours. But anyway, go ahead. All right. So, flash forward a couple years in the band. Um, I'm now a strapping 16 year old person who knows everything, because as all 16 year olds do. And we used to play. What is easily the greatest St. Patrick's Day gig, nice shot, of all time. The greatest St. Patrick's Day gig of all time was McFadden's at the Rio. Holy shit. Shout out to my boys, Tim and Joe, the guys who hired us for that gig. So shout out they to fucking... They will never listen to us. They will never hear this, but... There's no way they have success. We owe us. them so much. Shout out to fucking Mike Sorrow. Shout out to... Mike who booked the gig. Absolutely. Who booked the gig. Shout out to Trish and the girls at fucking McFadden. Oh, Trish. Don't even get me started on that one. I don't think she'd let you get started on her either. <laughs> so so we used to play this gig that was essentially Miami Beach spring break on St. Patrick's Day That's inside exactly of a bar in the Rio. It was fucking wild. I mean, they used to have, like, make-your-own bikini contests. It was just girls stripping on the fucking it's bar. An, dude, I, I'm sure they hired strippers because there was no reality to what was happening. I'm sure they hired strippers because those girls got dressed in our green room while we were tuning and didn't give a shit that they were naked. No, they were naked, did not care. And, oh. Don't be wrong. I've gotten dressed in front of the entire band and been naked before, too, but I'm a harsh son of a bitch. <laughs> and there's not much to see, to be quite honest. Nah, I tuck it back. <laughs> That's what makes my sporin hang so well. <laughs> so I'm playing this show, and God, I must have been 
must have been about 16 years old at the time, which the only reason I say that that's relevant is because of us, you know, any any band that plays St. Patrick's Day, plays Parade, plays like a really busy bar gig, they know the feeling of like trying to march through just a wall of people. And usually it's okay because you're loud enough to where you can kind of carve out. We were on our way out. We're on our way out. We're marching through the wall of people. People are like cheering, like, yeah, like fucking bagpipe. We'd played at the bar. We'd played hornpipes on the bar at some point. Like, everyone was just ready to rock. Some, like, the waitresses were pouring whiskey down my throat. It was great. Should, should we should we sidebar just into a better description of what that gig was like? Oh, we can we can get into it right after this. Okay, okay, go ahead. I The reason I say this is not, not even maybe an embarrassing, but just a chilling piping story is we played in a band. At the time, we were wearing band uniform. Typically, when you wear band uniform, you're not regimental. You're not, uh, you're not free-balling it. True. I don't know if any bands do. If you're in a band that free-balls it, kudos. Because yeah, we'll, I, I free-ball it in my personal kilt. But in the band kilt, I try to be you know respectful. Yeah, you never know who else is going to wear it. Some, someone, someone will wear it after me. As we're marching out, this I just feel a hand. shoot straight up the kilt and like i'm thinking okay hand shot at my kilt no worries i've got undies on (laughs) straight between the underwear line and my thigh and just grasping grasping me just fucking twigging berries like everything (laughs) and just like and then just one like like you know the honk that you give on your horn to someone who like you're not mad at but you just want to wake them up it's like beep yep just one of those just 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 a little one little squeeze just just a little wake up and then back out and i'm just like I'm sitting there, I'm playing, I'm playing out, and I look. And when you turn, what was, what did he look like? Uh, she <laughs> she was a 68-plus-year-old Hispanic woman that had to, be, had to be pushing, you know, 280 pounds easy. Ooh. And don't get me wrong, the dexterity with which she had navigated towards my cock and balls mm-hmm. was impressive. She was professional. But I was still quite chilled by the experience. <laughs> It, poor, <laughs> it had a, it had a cooling effect on my evening. A poor, a, a young, impressionable sixteen-year-old boy who has this experience, you know. Well, and usually, like usually, you can't get your cock and balls grabbed at a young age unless you're in the Catholic Church. Well, tr- yeah, exactly. But or you pay for it. Or you pay for it. Yeah. But in this case, th- is I actually would say this is a positive for joining a pipe band if you're a teenage boy, right? I don't know. Yeah, if you want your if if you're a nerd, well, we said we said on the first episode. I mean, we said so many episodes ago <laughs> that we're into it for the for the cash and the pussy. Yes, that's that's why I joined. And still uh, waiting for that to still waiting for <laughs> still waiting for the cash at least. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a fairly harrowing experience, and and it stuck with me. I mean, don't me wrong, it was a it was a gentle. Yet firm reminder that someone had grabbed my life by the balls. Literally. Yeah. Literally, yeah. yeah. And it happened at the greatest place that we've ever played. At one of the greatest bars that we've ever played. And I feel like that's an excellent segue into talking about McFadden's at the Rio because McFadden's at the Rio is something I miss. Oh, immensely. So dearly. What a what an amazing gig that was. They loved us. Not only the, they were from the East Coast. The, the guys that used to run that joint were from the East Coast. So they knew what the St. Patrick's Day could be on the West Coast, to be honest, it's kind of lame out here. But on, in New York, St. Patrick's Day is highly, is a big event. And in Chicago, it's a big event. So the manager that hired us was from Chicago, and he ran McFadden's, and he wanted to do big. He did not care the price. 
So here, here's a description of McFadden's. We walk in one year. He's like, you guys have that whole back section. And it, it was like in the bar. We're not, we're not like a, hidden. It was, it, was like, it was like a private they booth. They treated us like, yeah. This was like. They're like, oh, that, that back section is your guys. And this we're was like, like getting, there's a private booth. Oh, there's a keg in our booth. What do you want us to do with it? And no, it's like, it was, I want you to fucking drink it. It was better than a keg. <laughs> we walk in. And it was like a dan- like, kind of like a dance club in Vegas when you get a table. You know, and you get a bottle. You know, you get this special place that's only yours. And you have your own security and everything. We had all that. We were the band. We're the pipe band. We're a bunch of fucking nerds, right? He puts us in the back. We're a bunch of people that can't afford to go to the club and they get no. that kind of treatment. There's no <laughs> so way. We go to our spot and he's like, "Here's your first bottle of Jameson." He just puts it on the table. Let us know when you need more. He like, let it. He left it on the table with the pour top in from the. No, bar. it was do like, what you want, do what you will, right? I have a picture of my very good friend Trisha. It's fucking hilarious. It's a great picture. And she has it on her wall, believe it or not, because it, she told me that it just makes her laugh whenever she sees it. But it's a picture of me, like, staring at her like I'm in love. And it's, it, you can see it. Like, what do you mean, like, what do you mean, like no, you were in love? I was in love. But, <laughs> like, it's just glass-eyed. Pretty, pretty woman giving you whiskey. It's typical glass-eyed Fusco where I'm just staring at her with, there's nobody home. You know that look that oh, I the, Yeah, I, I saw it almost every night I, in Ireland. I've got this picture. It is fucking classic. Like, she used to bring us a, a tray of Jaeger and just put it on our table. Because back then we drank Jaeger. I don't know why, but we did. And it, I, she just I, dropped it. And we, it was fucking I, insane. I don't know why we drank any of the things we were given. I don't know why. We I, remember, I remember when we played there as Kick and Dick. <laughs> and we got all the Jaeger shots. Yeah, that's a whole other. That's a whole other. Whole other. Whole <laughs> other line of questioning. But just to, just to give a teaser, so maybe you'll stick around until a further a yeah. future episode. How many minutes are in? Are we just so um, I can judge so the speed are, of which I tell my next story? We're about a half hour in. All right, good. So, so just just so you can give a teaser, we also, you know, we played the pipe band together, but we didn't become friends until we played an 80s anthem rock cover band together. Correct. So we'll tell that at some point. And we'll get into all that. We've got plenty of time, plenty of mic space, plenty of whatever. I don't know which, but. I mean, just think, our four listeners one day <laughs> will be six. They're learning so much about us, which they never wanted to know. I don't think, you know, it's one of those things, too, where... It's I, like we make we make some videos and we do we do content and mm-hmm. we're big on content because we like to we like to be open and we like to be part of the community. Sure, it's one thing that's missing from the pipe band community really is like a lot of open dialogue, which yeah. is hilarious to me because the pipe band community is the weirdest niche market in the history of time and like super formal, it's one super of the, tight, tight lip, and it's but tight it's everything. crazy because like it's the best subculture you could possibly belong to. I could travel anywhere in the world. And there's a pipe band. If I call the local pipe band, like they'll they will welcome you. They'll welcome me, and they'll be like, "Hey, do you want do you want to come jam and go have a pint?" Like I go to fucking Singapore, and there's probably a pipe band, and they'll be like, "All I right, guarantee it. absolutely, I know there is." It's the greatest subculture there is. It's brilliant. I That's love what, it. And you know, the way that we get more Facebook and Twitter, I love in, it. In, interaction is to take that brilliant subculture we love so much and just talk shit about them into a podcast <laughs> and just say horrible shit you Tell dumb you suck. dumb fucks <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiots what are you thinking <laughs> you nerds what are you thinking playing bagpipes you <laughs> fucking noobs uh so here's let me tell you a story let me tell you a good story so this is all right this is, is, this, is you, this a gig story or a contest story 
This is a gig story. Okay, I, I'm excited to hear And this, this is more of a pipe band life kind of a story. It's not so much embarrassing. Hashtag, hashtag pipe band life. Hashtag it's fuck you, Joe Brady. It's funny. <laughs> it's, fu- <laughs> it's funny, but not so much embarrassing. I mean, it's embarrassing in a way because I'm going to tell it and then everybody will know this. That's embarrassing. But I'm, I, 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 I'm looking at your list and there's several opportunities on that list. So I'm wondering which one. There's one I'm still, I'm still not sure I'm going to tell. There's oh, one that's okay. on this list. That I, I was really hoping it was going to be. It's not that one yet. If I'm going to do it, I got to wait till I drink a few more whiskeys and I'm brave enough to tell the story because people are going to hear this and then, I mean. And then they're going to think you're a rock star. Like, I love that story. That's, that's a great story. The guys think that. The girls are like, I'm never dating that guy ever. That's what every girl thinks upon meeting you the first time. That's a good point. You're right. Fuck and it. Then, and then they end up hate fucking you later. <laughs> good point. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck All it. Right. All right. So let me tell you this story. This This is funny. This is a good one. And I I don't think you were there. I think you might have been away at college. Eh, who the fuck knows? Either way. So I'm always there. There was a wedding we were playing for. They hired four pipers. It was myself, Graham, Danny, and somebody else. I can't remember who the fourth person Doesn't was. Doesn't sound I like it me. was you. But it, maybe it wasn't. So <clears throat> the night before, of course, in typical Foucault fashion, I go out and I go out with my buddy Rick, my Ricky, classic Ricky, Ricky Vegas. Vegas. Fucking champion. We can say we can say Ricky Vegas. No one knows who's that. Uh, I feel like I feel like we might need to for some stories change names, but no one's no, gonna know no. who Ricky Vegas and is. He wouldn't care anyway. He wouldn't give a shit. No, but he's a champion. Ricky is a champion when it comes that to man, drinking. The man can party. Oh my god! So <laughs> I go out with Ricky Vegas the night before, and some girls. I don't even know. I I don't even really remember where we were or what we did. And that's kind of what leads up to the that's funny a story, part that's of the story. story of your life. Is I don't <laughs> yeah. remember where we were or what I did. But I did live at the big three-story house at the time. I remember this because I lived with... That was a good party house. One of the drummers in our band rented a room for me at the time. His name was Teddy. So... Yeah, should we be that specific? Nobody knows Teddy, and he's not going to listen to this, so it's okay. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy, if you listen to this and you don't want to be, be honest, mentioned by name, please t- no, Teddy tweet us. Teddy, tweet us at Chandra and say, stop talking about me in your fucking podcast. <laughs> no, Teddy, give us, give us the evil care. Bob Worrell treatment and just fucking tweet us and say, <laughs> stop doing this. Don't sue us right away. Just tell us not yeah, to just, talk about it. Just you. give us a cease and desist. That's cool. So, no, but I don't, Teddy was the coolest guy on the planet, so I don't think he would care. But, so... And he didn't do anything wrong in the story. He actually only helped me in this. So anyway, what happens is I go out. Sometimes helping you is doing things wrong. That's true. Good point. So holy shit. I go out with Ricky and who knows, knows whatever. And I get shit faced as per usual. There's some markers in my bag. You can color me surprised. <laughs> so the next day I wake up. This, let's just say I don't remember the timing of all this, but let's just say the wedding was at noon. Just, just okay. to pick a number because yeah. I don't remember. Because no one's going to check the record. I wake up at 11 a.m. in an apartment that I don't recognize next to a person, a woman that I don't recognize. Are Fortunately, sh- it was a woman. Are you sure? Well, I, I'm sure of it because I double-checked before I left. Not that there's anything wrong with the alternative, Fusco. No, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not my choice. Yeah. I we just, all have choices. I just, just want to say. So, so I wake up and I'm. it's 11 and I'm like, oh, God, no. Where am I? Just lucky he didn't wake up in mesquite. <laughs> I, I'm damn close. I am, I am like a stone's throw from Nellis Air Force Base. Oof. Like literally, her apartment was next to Nellis Air Force Base, which is way northeast Las Vegas. It's a half an hour outside of downtown, right? So I wake up and I'm like, oh God, no. I'm supposed to be at a wedding in an hour and I'm in a place I don't know without my uniform, no pipes, no nothing. No right? car, no soul. No car, no nothing. 
No so dignity. I call, so I call Graham and I say, dude, you're, I, I don't know what to do. I'm so sorry. There's no way I'm going to make it. Because the wedding was at the Excalibur, which is on the south end of the strip. Yep. And he's like, typical Graham fashion, he's like, you better fucking be here. Or I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm like. And he might. And I'm like. I, I don't even know what to do. But I wouldn't mo- put it past him. But that kind of negativity properly motivated me <laughs> to, one, try I don't to figure get, something I don't out. want to get into a conversation on negativity and positivity right now. We'll no, do that no, later. We'll, that's the only thing. But I have a splitting headache, and I'm starting to think, like, all right, how can I get, wh- where am I, and how do I get to where I need to be? So I think, all right, I got a roommate. I'll call Teddy and just see what he's doing. Uh, I call Teddy, and I say, listen, I will pay you some amount. Of- I don't know what I offered him. I was probably getting 200 bucks for the wedding. Point, I don't remember what it was. Point of clarification. Uh-huh. You have a roommate. Describe the distance between where your roommate and you live <laughs> versus where you were. That is a very good point. Because at the time, where I lived was the extreme southwest but, part of but town. It, that, that's like an hour drive it's a good one minutes, way. Good 50 minutes one way, I would say, if you're lucky on traffic, which that's was a, probably a Saturday morning. That's a hell of a roommate. Hell of a drive, right? So I was like, Teddy, I will fucking pay you 100 i'll pay half my gig money whatever it is i don't even know what i offered him i think i probably offered him the whole thing I don't you offered know. him your soul probably and i was like i need you to go into my closet get my uniform grab my pipes <laughs> come pick me up at this address and then bring me to the excalibur <laughs> and i thought for sure he'd say no fuck you <laughs> that's what any any rational person would have said yeah and he's like okay i'm like oh my god so Quick buck he, for Ted. Could, hashtag go Teddy. Go Teddy. Fuck yeah. Dude. Like he saved my life that day because Graham would have killed me. So he comes If you've up, listened to the podcast this far, tweet at us with the hashtag go Teddy and let us know whether or not you would have helped Fosco. I think that should be Rab's uh, hashtag or ha- Rab's. No, I haven't gotten there because I said at the beginning it'd be five minutes before the end. Oh, okay. So I'm actually going to make it like 15 minutes before <laughs> the end just so he couldn't skip Perfect. ahead and Perfect. get it. So Teddy comes all the way out to North Las Vegas, 50-minute drive one direction to come get me. He picks me up like a champion, like a rock star. Fucking God among men. I sneak out of this apartment. With with nothing but your shoes, socks, and probably HPV. Absolutely. I'm sure that's what it was. So we drive to the Excalibur, which is another half hour away, right? Fortunately, the wedding gets delayed, right? It's at some chapel, some bullshit Vegas. It's it's because someone stood up and objected. (laughs) <laughs> that would have been good so like Graham is calling me the whole time like you better fucking get here I'm gonna kill you I'm like I'm on my way I'm on my way so I get I'm literally we, he, Teddy brings me to the parking lot at Excalibur I'm changing in the parking lot as we do in Vegas very often I throw my shit together I put my pipes together I, pl- I tune them two seconds done I'm running into this place I find the chapel they still haven't left yet which is amazing that they haven't like started this process yet and I get there and I make it I make it Fortunately, the wedding was like a half an hour late, which is why I made it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have made it. So, what's what? What do we learn by this? Go, I think I think I think if you have a gig the next morning, don't, don't black out, out and go home with some random. Don't go out drinking unless they live close to where your gig is. Well, that would help. Maybe I, who would have known? Maybe you should just keep your pipes in your uniform in your car. <laughs> <laughs> I should keep my pipes in my pants. Is what you're saying? I, I still I still remember. Uh, I don't I don't even know if it's I, I don't even know if I had this, but. I remember being on the flip side of this kind of Andy Fusco behavior mm-hmm. on St. Patrick's Day. And we were playing the St. Patrick's Day parade. I was oh, yes. I was pipe sergeant at the time. It was my first run as pipe sergeant. No, this had to be long before that. It was, it was before I went to college. I was pipe sergeant before I left. Oh, were you? I, didn't, I was. Was I in charge? Yes. Oh, fuck. You made me pipe sergeant. Did you, I? You bearded fucking weirdo. Shit, I don't remember that. 
So yeah, I was pipe sergeant. I show up. We're doing St. Patrick's Day parade. We got twenty of us at that point, maybe. Like there's pipers, there's drummers, there's all that. And uh, pipe major nowhere to be found. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, they're like, like, oh, like where's Andy? What's going to go on? I was like, okay, the parade doesn't start for another hour. Andy's always a half hour late to anything. Yeah, if I'm sober, I'm I'm at least fifteen minutes late. Like you're usually a half hour late. Which was, that's why I was amazed you were actually on time for this. I'm like, yeah, like, okay, he's always a half hour late. I'm not going to worry for another 30 minutes. <laughs> so I like, I like roughly get people together. We start tuning whatever. And all of a sudden I'm just like, he's not fucking coming. Like I'm calling you and it's not even ringing. <laughs> it's just like going straight to voicemail. And I'm like, fuck. I was like, he is not going to be here. <laughs> I don't know where, he, and like I, I must have left you so many angry voicemails because like I was even worse about that shit when I was younger. Like at least now, like, well, you now were unprepared and you were pissed that you're like, I'm not ready for. This. Well, like, what are you doing? I remember, yeah. I remember listening. I was like, to what you. the fuck? Like you're hanging me out to dry. Yeah, exactly. And I got, I got, I got everyone together. I got everyone tuned. Like I stood, I stood in the pipe meter spot because mm-hmm. we were going. It was like we got to go now. I'm like, all right, everyone. I'd done my best. I'd tuned everybody. I was like, we're we're going. This is it. We're doing it. So we march off and we're playing. And I remember we we were playing down towards the first light in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And out of the corner of my eye, I just Mm -hmm. see you fucking sprinting, (laughs) sprinting up the street. You're sprinting up the street and you just like jump in like the third rank or something right by the drums. And and we're just playing and I'm just like, motherfucker. (laughs) I remember that very clear. To be fair, I have all these news clippings of like from that year where it's like the Las Vegas pipe band under pipe major Andy Fusco. And it's a picture picture of of you. (laughs) (laughs) We were desert sky at the time, but that's fair. But I blame my mother for this because she, we were out. This is all St. Patrick's Day. We were at McFadden's. Sue, if you're listening, this is not your fault because he already told me like he passed out in his car and like had to go get his shit. No, no, no. We got home that night because we were at McFadden's night before. It was typical McFadden's weekend. It all goes to hell. Like, I remember like waking up the next day. My mother comes in to wake me up. This is embarrassing because I'm like, what, uh, eight, ten years ago? So you were in I your was like 30, late 30s. Early 30s. No, early 30s. Early 30s? Yeah, yeah. This was like 10 years ago. Right? This was before you went to college, right? It would have been before I went to college, yeah. yeah. So 10 years ago. So my mother. That's a lot of good it did me. My mother comes into my bedroom and wakes me up. She's like, don't you have a parade today? I'm like, and I, I sit up like a like fucking <laughs> Frank or like like Dracula coming out of the coffin. Like, well, oh I'm glad. God. What time is it? She's like, it's nine o'clock, whatever it was. Nine I'm, o'clock. I'm, I'm like, I'm glad your mom was there. Holy you shit. You had a gig. And I, I'm like, we gotta go. Run. And I just throw my shit on and I like, <laughs> get in the car. Let's go. And I call. <laughs> I remember that very clearly. Like you guys had already started and I'm running down the street and just jump in. I'm like, yeah, it was seamless. I had to be there. Nobody knew. I will never not. I will never miss anything. I guarantee you that. I may be late <laughs> or hungover. You'll, or you'll just miss the important parts of the fucking thing. Oh my god, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was embarrassing because yeah, that was like, so I, I will never forget the peripheral image of Andy Fusco just like sprinting <laughs> down down the fucking street down with Water his pipes. Street. Yeah, oh, that's classic. Oh, god, that was funny. Good times. So you must have another one in there. Let's. Uh, oh, are you reading? Are you reading my list? Let me just look through the list. We, here. we did most of the good ones. Um. As far as, as far as like pipe band related stuff, now's a good time to give a shout out to our sponsor. By the way, who's our sponsor? We have um, a special sponsor this week. This is the uh, this is the Chanaran podcast brought to you by Kelly and the Strays. Kelly and the Strays easily, 
one of the uh, most medium rock bands in all of Las Vegas. They play sometimes at a few places irregularly, and we love them. I do, we do love Kelly and the Strays. Follow them uh, online at www.google.com. Search Kelly and the Strays. <laughs> Kelly, we love you if you're out there listening. We appreciate you supplying the soundboard or whatever it was that you gave us. Yeah, she, she's helping us out with some of our sound stuff as yeah. I bump my mic. Yeah. Now, I feel like now because we're going to. You know, we're going to trick Big Rab and not actually give him five minutes before. Now we're going to use the code word. So, Big Rab, if you're listening and you want to prove that you listened to this episode of the Chan Rant podcast, you need to tweet us directly with the following word, dong shite. (laughs) I like it. Now, if anybody out there tweet, um, I would appreciate it if nobody who knows Rab who listens to this? Don't tell them. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. This will be our little secret. It's a science experiment. This is how we do superluminal marketing. So I'm looking at your list, Josh. My list is fairly shite. I was, I was hoping you could kind of uh, refresh my memory. I think this this one about falling sounds like it's potentially good. It's not as good as it thinks. All no. I did was eat shit. But I mean, I'll tell you what. Like the comedic timing's great because it and also it loops in Graham and Danny, a former pipe major. Mm-hmm. He was he was a pipe major at the time. And pipe sir. And uh, yeah, so we we're playing at the Mandalay Bay, and I hadn't been gigging very long. And this was like a fairly fairly high profile, fairly expensive gig. Mm-hmm. And as is tradition, me and Graham are in the back of the band. Just fucking causing around, trouble, fucking yeah. around as we always are. Like we're poking, we're poking, Sons we're making jokes, we're doing what we do. And Danny, who is typically a fairly like, he's he's a fairly calm dude. He doesn't really get any, but he's had enough mm-hmm. of our shit at this point. Mm-hmm. And he's like, everyone, stop fucking around. By the right, quick march. And so like we we all like we snap. We like as soon as he says march, we step off. And then the metal <laughs> clicker of my ghillie <laughs> hits the marble floor of the Mandalay Bay. And I go head over heels, full fucking Fred Flintstone, and just whoop, 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 and just fall, holding my pipes, mind you. I take a head injury, I take a back injury, I'm holding my pipes in the air so they don't break, because I can't afford to buy another pair, another set of pipes, there's no way in hell. Graham, I mean, this is like on the strike, like we're striking in, I fall, Graham starts laughing so hard that he, <laughs> he starts laughing so hard that he can't fucking play anymore, and he falls out, the entire band has to stop. <laughs> Come make sure I'm not dead. <laughs> and then and then I'm just sitting there, I'm like and I'm like I hit my head, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm a little I'm a little dazed. I'm just like, can we just can we just do that again? <laughs> There's nothing quite like just metal clicker on a gillybrug hitting just like concrete or marble or linoleum and just like you just slip. That's it. You're done. And so many casinos have marble floors. So many casinos. And like even like convention centers too have like the concrete linoleum. Oh, it's a nightmare. I've ate shit so many times gigging I, in Las I've, Vegas. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm <laughs> funny story about Josh. He has no he's no athletic ability or sense of um what you call it? Like balance? What's balance? Like that okay, one time we went you. out we went out roller skating with so some girls. You. I have I have and great you fucking couldn't even roller skate. I have great at all. sense of balance, but I have no <laughs> like you put me on anything with wheels, I'm I'm Oh my god, dead. it was hysterical to watch Josh do something we, poorly. So does, we, to be fair, Josh does a lot of things pretty well. He's, dude, he's had a natural ability for most things, but roller skating I or ice say, skating is not one of them. We no, we did we went roller skating and of the 
of the like maybe 90 minutes we were roller skating, I spent 99.8% of the time on hugging ass. the hugging like, the wall. I, I spent <laughs> I spent the last 2% of the time hugging the wall. <laughs> right? I spent I spent most of the time on my ass oh, and like God. and like taking people out with me. Like people would oh, come God. like people go right by me and I just be like blah, just Oh my grab God. Them. It was hysterical. Oh, it was so had, bad. I did not know that. I finally know his weakness. Dude, I was dying. Roller skating. I was so I was so bruised and beaten the next day. <laughs> but like but I kept getting back up because I'm like, fuck that, you know? I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, goddammit. No, I, I got nowhere. And I was fairly intoxicated. Well, I mean, aren't we always <laughs> It does seem to be the trend. Yeah. I believe I believe it was the rocket that's you know, when we asked we asked him if we were alcoholics, he said, uh, hey, you're quite fond of it. <laughs> Like, quite fond of the liquor, aren't you? I'm quite fond of it, eh? <laughs> you gotta love the rocket. So I'm wondering, should we go out on a doozy here? Because where are we at time-wise? Uh, we're just about at the end, so I think we should go out on a doozy. And you are the doozy provider. We're at 52. This is probably not my worst story, but this is the worst one I can think of at this point. That's okay. We have time, Fusco. We're going to make oh. it to at least six episodes before we get banned from Muspapa. Yeah, yeah. Before everybody shuts us down and like threatens to sue us, threatens and to sue us. God hashtag, knows hashtag, bring back evil Bob Warren. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll talk about that. Yeah, I was gonna say, should we go down that road? Nah, like, no, oh, we'll talk about that next episode. I love at evil Bob World. Like, I know we're gonna we're gonna talk about censorship. So fucking funny, so funny. Anyway, I'll, so, I'll, I'll do that on the teaser for next episode. So, so do your story. So my story, I won't name any names because this is this is a doozy of all doozies. Was this her is... was her name Doozy? <laughs> I'm seriously questioning whether I should tell Doozy, the story. Doozy was a floozy, and I was feeling quite boozy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you got to write a song about this because this is the greatest fucking story of all time. Which always relates back to Graham getting me in trouble for shit. Dude, but, we got to get Graham on to defend himself. This is no, nah, this was 100 percent my fault. He just happened to be there. <laughs> Story, Which, story, story of his, his life. life. Yeah, <laughs> he's the instigator, and he always just happened to be there. So, all right. So this one time, oh God, Jesus, just do it. Just pull the bandaid off. Pull it off quick. Ah, oh, this, this is, this is gonna make me look so bad. To be fair, I was 28 years old at the time. There's, yeah. Don't qualify. Just tell the story. Fuck it. Fuck it. We're going live. Yeah. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. All just right. tell, just tell the story and let the chips fall where they may. And if you think Fusco's a dirtbag. Follow at Channeran on Twitter and then tweet us and hashtag I, ha- I have I an know. idea. I just want to challenge anyone out there listening, and we should post this to our social media to to beat this story for most dirtbag story of all. Time. I will. I will let Lucy know. And we will not. You could send us a private message. We will not name names. We will but not name we names. We would be happy to tell your story of most dirtbag story of all time. We'll change names. We should do. We should do it. We'll do a submission thing later, like just Dude. where we read like pipe band anonymous on I, air. I, I challenge anyone to beat this. We're going to be like the bag. Maxim Maxim Mag Pipe Band Anonymous stories. This is where... This is where... I'll tell Lucy the social media intern to get right on it. Yeah. This is this is going to be bad. I have some I have some people out there that I think could maybe challenge me, but... Anyway. Fusco, you're, anyway, you're giving get to, way, to, way, way to too much prologue. Come on. Let's get to the meeting. Okay, so this here. is what happens. People are driving home. Graham and I get hired to play a wedding. This is... 15 years ago or so. As is tradition. And I was pretty new Piper at the time. Yeah, yeah. 2003, 2004. It was the early days of the Vegas games, previous to anything as it exists today. It was like the first So prior to it being good. Oh, it was a long, long time ago. Hashtag Vegas Kills. Hashtag I run the games. 
<laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so, okay. So let's see. Best way to tell the story. So, Graham and I get hired to play this game. So a couple days before the wedding, the game, the the wedding was going to be at the games during one of the like what do they call those like the clan tents or whatever like during one of the clan, AGMs yeah one of those things yeah if, if it's a clan meeting it's the AGMs which so, by the way we're currently so, no never mind wrong podcast no, they are not <laughs> listen, they do not want to hear this so the wedding was going to be taking place at this event at the games <clears throat> so a couple days before and I only knew this these people through like I think she was maybe a Scottish dancer maybe or something I can't remember how we knew them oh boy so. And her husband, her husband had nothing to do with any of this, or her future husband. I so, bet. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so a couple days before she texts me, or we're talking. I don't even text existed at the time. It must have been it was two thousand two or two thousand three at the time. And she's like, "Hey, let's hang out. Let's go. Let's go out drinking." So I, w- I used to go out drinking with Graham a lot, and she came along. What are you playing over there? <laughs> I'm, I'm adding that to the Instagram story. Follow okay. us on Instagram at Chandrant. Okay, so <laughs> we go out. It was like, I would say it was like the wedding was on a Saturday. I'd say it was like a Wednesday. So I okay. meet her out. and Just and, to go over the details. And she's like, uh, she's coming on to me in a way. And I was kind of surprised by this. So Because you were uh, ugly back then. Well. You didn't have a beard. Yeah, I didn't have a beard. So I was really yeah, weird looking. Yeah. So. Anyway, she's coming out to me, whatever happens. So the next day, she's like, somehow it comes. I don't even remember how this all comes about. She's like, let's get a room at some hotel in Vegas. I need a last hurrah before I get married. I'm like, and she was kind of pretty hot to me at the time, as far as I was concerned. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> so she books the room at a place in Vegas, and I meet her for a drink at the bar, and... We how do, do the no pants dance? <laughs> we do the no pants dance. We we have a drink. We we go up to her the room that she rents. We have some fun. We do some dirty shit. Like this, she's she does it all. If you know what I'm saying. Spit in my mouth. Oh, fucking dirty, <laughs> dirty shit. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> this is a lot for episode two. <laughs> we're going balls to the wall here. Buddy. I can't imagine what we're gonna do for episode this three. This is balls deep right now. So well, you were. Oh my God! You have no uh, in every every hole. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even fucking kidding. And we've we've officially earned our explicit content oh, tag. Yeah. Yeah, so good. so needless to say, we have sex a couple days before her wedding. She gets married on a Saturday. Graham and I, or I told Graham this ahead of time. I don't know why I told we him. We got it. So the whole time. By the way, Graham is a pseudonym. It's a it's a fake name for a friend of ours. It's not his actual name. No. His name's actually Graham. His name's actually <laughs> Boop. So we play the wedding on a Saturday morning or whatever it was. And the whole time, Graham's just laughing his ass off. He's like, I know where you've been. I know what you did. I know what happened. I know the whole fucking thing. Because I told him because I'm stupid. And Graham is Graham for a guy who is from the uh, was he always bragged about being like what do you call it uh, intelligence in the British military uh, secret service secret service whatever it was he could That's not keep not a secret this guy could not keep a motherfucking secret well he could when he was getting paid to if you told him don't tell anybody he would not tell anybody but if you forgot to mention that part he would tell everybody I just I just cut out the middleman and just didn't tell him shit ever so. He that easy. so he's just laughing his off. We're playing a wedding, and she's all like, he tells the story like she's all like fluttering herself, like she's all hot and like like, 
what do you call that? Like, what is this? What would you flustered? call it? Like flustered and like so like you know happy to be married. Blah blah. I'm gonna blah, buy you my favorite dinosaur for your next birthday. That would be brilliant. It's a thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we just play in a wedding. It's great. And oh, do I tell the back end of the story? It's up to you. It's getting. It's already bad enough. Yeah, it, it, this is we're we're already in the weeds. This I mean, this is dirt bag. This is this is this is the world's worst bagpiping. I'm the MVP of dirt bags right here. So, well, I don't know, man. I think we could have a we could have an anonymous dirt bag awards on the Chanaran podcast. Like we could say, submit your dirt bag stories without <laughs> that, names, no names, and we will tell the story. No names. I would be, dude. That would be hilarious. if you could submit a script. We'll just read it. Hilarious. We'll read it. This back goes back to our last week of pot, um, rock star pussy money thing you know but anyway so <clears throat> so we we marry her everything goes down as as whatever no big deal a couple days later i get a I get a message or a call i don't remember which back then saying hey i'd like to see you again from the same lady same woman i'm like oh this could be my greatest achievement of all time and you being weak of the flesh oh my god if there is a weakness for me that is it you know, so Fusco, I mean, and you know, we we can open this up to the audience because, like, you know, every episode of Channerant, it's a conversation with the audience. What do you think? Late, was, but yes, was uh, was Fusco right? Whose fault was it? Who who's really to blame? Because I was the single one, to be honest. But should I have not done that? Should I have, should I have chosen for her to make her a better person? I, I argue not. I mean, that's just me, Fusco. I think that uh, you know. I think that it's a bigger societal conversation. I'm not going to say what happened after her wedding, but let's just say. I, I, let's just not say. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> saying. As soon as you say you're not going to I'm not going to say. Gonna say I don't even know what this, where we're going with this. While, while, we're, while we're on a tangent. By the way, I teach children. Uh, I just want to go on record as Why same. would you? That's a bad segue. <laughs> that's a bad segue to make. To be fair, when it comes to piping, it's all business. That's what I do. It's all business. It's just a bad segue. <laughs> it's a bad segue to make, buddy. I agree. Um, real quick, sponsor read. Oh, okay. We have a sponsor? Uh, a baggy pipe well could he blow and sown, and therewithal he brought us out of tune. There you go. That's, that's sponsor the read. What fuck was that? It's middle English, I believe. Who sent that? Don't worry about it. Sponsor read. Hey, fair enough. So, all right. So here we got we to talk to our audience here for a minute. Because I mean, we're already over. We're 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 approaching rapidly approaching an hour. And if you're still listening, goddamn, do we love you? We we love the fact that you're willing to uh, indulge our sick sense of humor. And we hope that to some extent you have a sick sense of humor of your own. We'd love to hear from you if you do. We'd love to hear stories. We really would love to hear from the audience. Like it's it's fun for us to sit here and do what we'd normally do which was have a couple have a couple whiskeys and just like shoot Talk shit, shit and yeah, yeah and to and <laughs> tell terrible stories but if it's something you guys are interested in like you know let us know we're on we're on social um we're not hard to find i suppose i think we're the only podcast called channer rant we are actually i looked it up and uh we really want to get a lot of involvement from the community we had some good feedback on the first episode we had people kind of giving us ideas and people chiming in with things they liked and things they didn't like yeah it was actually phenomenal response i was expecting haters and trolls. a lot of people a lot of people didn't like me saying that all north american pipe bands suck 
To be fair, actually, we did not receive one, not a single hate mail that I saw that said, what the fuck are you talking about? And we're looking at having some good guests. We're going to have some guests from our area, students and more, uh, well, you know, other... students and more more experienced players. We're going to have some guests, hopefully, from other areas. Yeah, we we're going to have, have Vegas, people... Vegas pipers, of course. and we... we have people that are involved, like, with the, you know, the Pipe Band Association here on the West Coast of the U.S. We had... You know, we're going to get Rab on air, and he's going to say fuck. Guaranteed. It's happened, son. It's happened. I, I, I literally bought a cattle prod just because I figure <laughs> if he doesn't say it, I just stick it under the table and zip, and then boom, I got him. But yeah, yeah, we want to we want to hear from you guys. Uh, it's lethal. It's lethal. Rab. What was the name of the coming store? For you. What was the name of like the Winco of Northern Ireland? I can't fucking think of it to save my life. Tesco. A Tesco. Tesco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tesco. How Tesco, can you forget that? Tesco was my life. Oh my god. Yeah, we. Wanna, I think that's of the we all hear from you guys, and uh, we definitely want to hear what you think we should talk about next. Um, we're probably not going to do it if this last round is anything to go on, because you know. Hey, what are you going to do? You know, we hey. we had some great like why why don't you talk about big bands versus small bands? And it's like, did we get that? Yeah, did you did you see that? Did you see that thread? Mm, no, I didn't. Yeah, it was, that was uh, it's like why you guys should talk about like the difference like big bands versus small bands, and what do you think? And then when there was a response, it was like, uh, "What are you talking about? You're asking guys to have six people in your band." I had a very t- funny Twitter response. You missed this? I I don't use Twitter at all, to be honest. I saw all Facebook and Instagram well, one, stuff, but I didn't. One watch of our Facebook. one of our biggest fans, who until he wants to be named, I will keep him nameless. Okay, said, "Well, what are you asking guys that have six people in their band for?" And my response was, "Well, we only count Zach as point five, so we have twelve. <laughs> so we have twelve and a half." <laughs> I need to go back and look at our Twitter. You got to give me access to Twitter and shit. I've only got Facebook and. Um, that's really it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a reason. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful what you give me. I'm like a. I'll, I'll give you access to the Channer. I'll give you access to the Channer Rant Tinder account. You have experience there. That I've got plenty of experience with. I can I can turn that into gold, son. But uh, let us know some topic ideas. We apologize for you listening, because uh, damn, what an episode. Where are we at? Uh, we're done. I mean, we're we're over an hour nearly. Oh fuck's sake! Do you want to give Our any goal plugs? Is to stay under an hour, so we will try not to go more than that. Do you want to mm-hmm. give any plugs while we're on? Plugs, uh, Kelly Sheen and the Strays. Do we do mention them already? Yeah, our this, first this official episode, sponsor. This episode of Chan Rant brought to you by Kelly Sheen and the Strays, a band of one to four people that occasionally play gigs in Las Vegas. <laughs> I'd also like to give a shout out to the Las Vegas Pipe Band, who just so happened to do what we say. Oh well, we hope we'll see what happens in the future. How are they a sponsor? They Fusco, I gotta like that's not how sponsor reads work. Oh wait. No, they provide us with... Oh, they don't provide us with shite. All right. Well, they, how, they, about, they, how about this? Uh, oh, we have to give a shout-out to uh, Bushmills. Can you hear that? That's the sound of now, a quarter of I know, Bushmills. Now, I know we're over time. And I, know, I know that we're, we're really burning the candle here. But I got to say, I was a Jameson drinker mm-hmm. until I went to Northern Ireland. I was as well. I never touched Bushmills. I never even tried it. Holy shit. So much better. So if you like our podcast, tweet at Bushmills and tell them that uh, for the cost of one bottle a week. <laughs> All we need is one bottle a week. They can, they can get sponsored in a podcast that at least three people listen to. Yeah. We would love that. We would appreciate Speaking it. Speaking of three people listening to it, good on you, Mom. Thanks, Mom. And Barb. 
mom, 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 and Babs, <laughs> and and JD. <laughs> so All from right. the Channerant podcast, I am Fuko. That is McGurkin, and uh, we are here. We are done for another week, right? Yeah, we'll be uh, back next week. We appreciate the listen. Thank you for listening. Uh, have a good night. Have a good We're night. We're gonna play a little something for you. What are we gonna play? Jim Thompson. Uh-huh.